Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Good House 1968. This is Brother White speaking. What I do is read and minister from the Tanakh and interpret the Tanakh. It's the Hebrew Bible. Uh, if you'd like to support the ministries, you can uh, by shopping at the uh, church store at goodhouse1968.space. That's the church store. Again, that is goodhouse1968.space. <clears throat> we are loaded with digital products, software, all type of internet products, and uh, all you have to do is go there. We have thousands of products, so we have the software or the uh, digital products you need or the digital marketing products you that are out there. We have them all. So support the ministries by shopping at goodhouse1968.space. All right, I'm going to open with a word of prayer. I've got a good sermon for you today. Good, I petition you to strengthen the brothers and sisters up. Aid and assist them and uh, let them marry you happily like the marriage I just came from of my niece. Let the marriage and bondage to you good, to your word, your laws, rules, and regulations. Obey them and lead a good action life, a life richly filled with love, kindness, and humbleness. I pray that you watch over us and guide us and protect us from Satan and devil and his demons, from evil, wickedness, no good, and a good stiff. I pray that you enhance our abilities to understand the scriptures, read every, read it every day, and pray every day, at least five times a day while we walk, while we sit, while we talk. Pray this in the name of your son, Yeshua. Shalom, amen, amen, shalom. All right. Now, I don't have my glasses with me, so you guys got to bear with me. Here. Um, hold on. I have found the pair. All right. I am not these. Be these. All right, we here. We are here at Mark chapter six. Then Yeshua left and went home to his hometown. Talmud followed. He started to teach in the synagogues, and many who heard him were astounded. Where did this man get all this? What is this wisdom he has been given? Where do these miracles work through him? Isn't he just the carpenter's son? So here we see they only knew Yeshua as the carpenter's son. They didn't know him as uh uh, being filled with Holy Spirit or Ruach Hakadash, and being uh, and God being within him, they only knew Yeshua as someone who they didn't think of much a carpenter. But yet Yeshua was still humble, even though he was able to do miracles or perform healing, waking the dead, preaching. He still led a humble life, a loving life, a kind life, a life of good action. He didn't turn and go to the left or to the right. Okay? So we here should do the same. We should not go to the left or to the right. We should stay humble. Regardless of what position in life we hold, we want to stay humble. We don't want to stray off and do uh Worldly things, as they're called, sinful things. 
where your cup is filled with rottenness and decrepitness, or your lifestyle is filled with rottenness, decrepitness, and sin. Remember, he spoke of the cup. Inside of the cup is filled with rottenness, deceit, decrepitness, evil, wicked, no good, good stiff things, whereas the outside is clean. So they let a whitewashed life or a life that's not true. On the inside of their hearts, they had a sinful heart. And this is what I'm saying here now. We don't want to lead a sinful life, but yet we want to lead a righteous life, a good life, a clean and wholesome life. We don't want to betray God with our feelings or our heart condition, his, his uh, rules, regulations, and laws. Isn't he just a carpenter's son? But Yeshua said to them, the only place people don't respect a prophet is in his own, in his hometown, among his own relatives and in his own house. So he could do no miracles there other than lay his hands on a few sick people and heal them. He was amazed at their lack of trust. So here we see Yeshua revealing us that people have a lack of trust. And when you have a lack of trust, things are not able to take place, or holy things are not able to take place in your life or take place among you, okay? So we want to have trust and faith and belief in Yeshua, Jesus Christ, and the Father. Things may prompt us to come into our head because of the conditions we suffer from that we don't need Jesus or to believe Jesus died for our sins. Died that we may have a have everlasting life, a guarantee. So yeah, so we have to have so brothers and sisters have trust, faith, and belief. Keep your trust up, your faith up, and your belief up. And pray to the creator that he enhances on this and builds it up for you and takes you under his bosom or wing. Then he went through the surrounding towns, villages, teaching. Yeshua summoned the twelve and started singing them out in pairs, giving them authority over the unclean spirits. He instructed them, take nothing for your trip except a walking stick. No bread, no pack, no money in your belt. Wear shoes, but not an extra shirt. Whenever you enter a house, stay there until you leave the place. And if the people of some place will not welcome you and they refuse to hear you, then as you leave, shake the dust off your feet as a warning to them. So this is symbolic that you wash your hand clean because they do not want to change. And through this trial of theirs, they accepted sin or the devil, Satan and devil and his demons. So we just put them out of our mind, out of our head, and we leave them alone. We don't try and go back to them trying to persuade them and things like that. I used to do that, talk constantly over and over to the people. They'd get angry. They'd argue with me. We don't want to do that. We want to stay kind, humble, and peaceful. We want, do not want to speak to a uh, minister to a person if they're drunk because they can't even reason because their mind is being controlled by alcohol, probably other drugs as well. So we want to keep our integrity up, keep ourselves believing, and because things don't go our way, we keep holding on to trust, faith, and belief and good actions, doing good actions. We don't want to turn because... Oh, out of uh, 100 people you try to minister to, all 100 refuse to hear you. Because this is the world of, of uh, sinful people. 
and sin is increpit and controlling the mass populations of this world today. So keep your integrity. So they set out and preached that people should turn from sin to God. They expelled many demons and they anointed many sick people with oil and healed them. So remember the healing. They anointed them with oil, prayed for them. So if you want to heal a brother, anoint him with oil and pray for him continuously all day long. You have to pray to the creator and minister to the creator. And it may not work, but that's the way they, they did it. That's how you do uh, work the healing process through prayer. Because if you don't pray, remember, uh, things won't happen for you. Nothing goes right for you. The Lord won't even hear you. Meanwhile, King Herod heard about this for Yeshua's reputation has spread. So we see here the mass populations being introduced into the Christ and his ministries, his healing and raising of the dead and the anointing of the sick. Yogan and the Immersion have been raised from the dead. That is why these miracle, miraculous powers are at work in him. Others said it's Elihu, and uh, still others, he's a prophet, like one of the old prophets. But when Herod heard about it, he said, Yochanan, whom I had beheaded, has been raised. So it was a fear of God because of the works that John the Baptist had done, or Yochanan, that Herod, the ruler there, feared Jesus. And this was probably set forth by God in order to allow Yeshua, Jesus Christ, to continue to minister to the sick, old, even to those who had lack of trust or faith. For Herod had sent and had Yochanan arrested and chained in prison because of Herodos, the wife of his brother Philip. Herod had married her, but Yochanan had told him, it violates the Torah for you to marry your brother's wife. So Herodus had a grudge against him and wanted him put to death. But this she could not accomplish because Herod stood in awe of Yochanan and protected him. For he knew that the a holy man, whenever he heard, he heard him, he became disturbed. So Herod led a life of disturbance because of his actions. And his actions was that he took his brother's wife, knowing that the law is you don't take your brother or your father's wife, nor your mother. Okay, it was during that time that another large crowd kept gathered, and they had nothing to eat. So this is the scenario of where the crowd was fed by Yeshua. And he fed thousands, showing that the Creator is capable of feeding the whole globe. As we see vegetation growing today, Remember that none of this would have been possible without the Creator or His Holy Spirit blessing rain to come down with the nourishment and grow veg vegetation. As they came down to the mountain, He warned them not to tell anyone. Uh, we've covered that, so let me go on. I'm trying to step this up. The Lord need okay, here we see here, as they were approaching Jerusalem, near Beat Pagal and Beat by the Mount of Olives, Yeshua sent two of his Talmudim with these instructions. Go into the village ahead of you, and as soon as you enter it, 
you will find a coat tied there that has never been untied and bring it here. If anyone asks you, why are you doing this? Tell him the Lord needs it and he will send it here right away. They went off and found a coat in the street tied in the doorway and they untied it. The bystander said to them, what are you doing? Untying that coat. They gave the answer. Yeshua had told them to give and they let them continue. They bought the coat to Yeshua and threw it through their robe on it, and he sat on it. Many people carpeted the robe with their clothing, while others spread out green branches, which they had cut in the fields. Those who were ahead and those behind shouted, Please deliver us. Blessed is he who comes in the name of Adonai. Blessed is the coming kingdom of our father David. You in the highest heavens, please deliver us. So they were, uh, Jesus showed here that he was humble and that they should show humbleness because he didn't get on a chariot and ride around and preach about the Lord. He could have done that and showed wealth, but he didn't. He showed humbleness. He showed that we should lead a life humble. This is why the people glorified him, because they knew he was righteous. They glorified him when they set their clothings, their cloth, down on the road as a, uh, a overlayment for him to cross over. So keep your firm belief in the Creator. The next day, as they came back from Beatanya, he felt hungry, spotting in the distance a fig tree and, and leaf. He went to see if it could find anything on it. When he came up to it, he found nothing but leaves, for it wasn't fig season. He said to it, May no one ever eat fruit from you again. So as we see here, if you're not producing ripe fruit, May you not produce again or produce unripe fruit again. Okay, he also knocked over the desk of the money changers, upset the benches of the pigeon dealers, and refused to let anyone carry merchandise through the temple courts. As he taught them, isn't it written in the Tanakh, my house? talking about the Lord's house, good or Dunai's house, will be called a house of prayer for all Goyim. So for all people, the Lord's house is called the house of prayer for all people of all nations, race, colors, and creed. You don't go into or establish a house of supposedly of the Lord and just try and use it to gain wealth or power influence over the population mass populations of people or the populations of people or just different organizations to gain control or power or wealth through different organizations. We don't do that as Christians. We only want to do what the creator put us here for and lead a good action or righteous life. But you have made it into a den of robbers. Here, See them here saying den of robbers or place of robbery robbing the poor and the innocent. The head Kohanim and the Torah teachers heard what he said and tried to find a way to do away with him. 
They were afraid because the crowds were utterly taken by his teaching. When evening came, they left the city. In morning, as the Talmudian passed by, they saw the fig tree withered all the way to its roots. Kephron remembered and said to Yeshua, Rabbi, look, the fig tree that you curse has dried up. He responded, have the kind of trust that comes from God. So he's telling us here to have trust not and not yield bad fruit. Yes, I tell you, whoever does not doubt in his heart, having good fruit or ripe fruit, but trust, having good fruit or ripe fruit again, that's what he says will have, uh, that trust comes from God. Yes, I tell you that whoever does not doubt in his heart, but trust that what he says will happen can say to this mountain, go and throw yourself into the sea. And it will be done for him, because he had trust or faith or belief. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, trust that you are receiving it, and it will be yours. And when you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him, so that your Father in heaven may also forgive your offenses. So we see here, we want to be forgiving, for one thing. We want to have trust, so that we can move or move our ministries forward with fast yielding ripe uh, with ripe ripe outcome or right outcome. Then he went back to Jerusalem as he was walking in the temple courts. There came to him the head Kohanim, the Torah teachers and the elders, and they said to him. What maker do you have authority to do these things? Who gave you this maker authorizing you to do them? Yeshua, Yeshua said to them, I will ask you just one question. Answer me and I will tell you by what maker I do these things. The immersion of Yochanan was it from heaven or from human source? Answer me. They discussed it among themselves. If we say from heaven, he will say. Then why didn't you believe, but if we say from a human source, they were afraid of the people, for they all regarded Yochanan as a genuine prophet. So they answered Yeshua, we don't know, and he replied he wouldn't tell them by what Mecca he does these things. Because they were questioning the powers and authority of God, and they knew Yeshua was there doing miracles, preaching work, and having... uh, casting out demons or decanting demons, and they knew this power was the power of the creator. And they didn't want to recognize him as a Christ, and they knew he was the Christ or the Messiah. So remember, don't be like the Purushim or the Pharisees. Recognize that Yeshua came here and died for your sins that you may have everlasting life. So remember that. Preach the word of God. Live the word of God. Pray the word of God. All right, that is it for my ministries today, and I am tired. (laughs) Just came from a marriage yesterday, Saturday. We were at a marriage, and we just got back today. So all prayers to my uh, niece who got married, and uh, 
Now I'll be closing with a word of prayer. But I want to say, if you want to support the church, shop at the church store, Good House 968.space, so that through the proceeds I may begin again to purchase Bibles for you guys, you Bible students. All right. Yes, good. I pray to you, Adonai, that you open our hearts, our minds, and, and uh, hearts and minds. Give us the strength to overcome the control of Satan and his demons, their harm, excuse me, their harm and spiritual warfare. Give us the ability to overcome their spiritual warfare, to have our minds cleansed and clean of their spiritual warfare. To be able to overpower all demonic works, demonic teachings, and not accept them, but have a humble and righteous uh, heart, pure heart. Praise in the name of uh, Yeshua, Shalom, Amen, Amen, Shalom. And now that's in the ministries. All right, you guys have a good one and take care.